in those 50 funds, you actually buy the same stuff over and over and over. So there's a ton of overlap within the portfolio, driving that diversification really out of whack. So having true conviction within the portfolio means that you have proper diversification, having the right eggs in the right baskets, essentially. It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor, Ben Schrock. Welcome back into Unlocking Your Financial Future. We're talking about lessons we've learned along the way in 2020. Also, thinking back to 2008, our last market crash before this one. But we want to kind of provide you with a survival guide today and provide you with these lessons that we've learned and, and what you can apply to your plan right now to make sure that moving forward, you won't be impacted quite as greatly the next time the market takes that huge downturn that we saw earlier in this year. So a bit of a five rule market crash survival guide here on today's episode. But let me welcome in Ben Schrock, the owner and financial advisor at BA Schrock Financial Group, along with Dan Oakleaf. He's back on with us again, a member of the team, a new member of the team, but uh, I guess now at this point, working on nearly a month on the job. So glad to have you both on. How you doing? Doing well. Glad to be here. And uh, again, in our new studio, <laughs> kind of studio, if you want to call it that. Um, but we're loving it and uh, glad to be back. Very good. Well, I wanted to start off a little bit of a headline uh, for you, Ben, and um, it's one that I think's kind of interesting. And I saw a recent poll said that 72% of Americans say they're going to prioritize financial planning once the pandemic is over. Uh, what's your best guess on how many people actually follow through with that? <laughs> About the same amount as people that do it for New Year's resolution. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, in all honesty, I, I hope um, half, you know, that I think that would be a, a good start. But I think the longer this thing draws out, Ben, it's, it's so funny because I, I read the same exact thing. And when I was going in into that article, in my mind, I'm thinking the longer this thing drags out, this pandemic, this coronavirus drags out, I think the, the less and less people are realizing or are, are going to say, well, actually, I will prioritize it. You know, it's taken three, four, six, eight. 10 months, however long it's going to be. Well, eventually we're just going to forget about prioritizing our finances and to say, Oh, it's over. And we already forgot. And here we go on to the next thing, you know, just kind of life gets busy, things go on and you know, we forgot about it. <laughs> it's kind of surprising to me that number. It makes me think that there's not as many people planning their finances as well as they should be already. <laughs> yeah. And I think that really it's a, uh, unfortunate when all those you know shutdowns and layoffs happen and people getting furloughed it's like well you know we need, we don't have a savings crap you know we need to have a plan here we can't uh, go through this again so i think some of those that actually felt the pain of it unfortunately that it takes sometimes that's what that's what it takes is for people to actually feel the pain before they actually start becoming motivated to do something about it um, but i think those individuals that did feel that pain a little bit and realized maybe we didn't have enough in the savings i think they will follow through with that i do Dan, are you any more optimistic about uh, the, the the Americans than than uh, than Ben is in terms of people will actually follow through and, and prioritize things when this when all the dust settles? Man, I hope so because I feel like this is like 2008, 2009. I feel like a lot of people made that resolution to say, "Hey, I'm really going to prioritize now that I've I've taken a hit and I I don't want to know if I need to take a hit again or I just sold at the lowest point. Um, will I ever get my money back? So I'm I'm cautiously cautiously optimistic that we'll we'll get through and more people will actually start prioritizing. But the only time will tell is to see if that stat was actually correct. 
Yeah, it always makes me think like if you're in one of those desperate situations, you're like, man, if I can just get out of this, if you just help yep. me get out of this, I'm, I promise I'll do better next time. That's what <laughs> it feels like a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, well, today we're going to jump into the survival guide a little bit. Let me remind you too, you can find everything we talk about online at bashrock-fg.com, resources relating to this topic, plus other topics we talk about on the show, plus a lot of guides to social security, tax planning, that sort of thing you can find on, on Ben's website as well. And I wanted to get into this topic today because, look, we're, we're definitely not out of the woods yet. The market continues to go up and down. But hopefully we've seen the worst of it. Maybe even if we haven't, these are still important lessons that, that we all need to apply to our financial planning. And so that when, look, when this happens again, because we, we all know the next market crash is coming. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know if a virus is going to cause it. We don't know a pandemic. We don't know if it's going to be an election. We don't know what, what's going to cause that next downturn. We just know that it's going to happen. So it's best to be prepared so that you aren't going to feel that big strain that a lot of people have felt in 2020. So we got a five-rule market crash survival guide to run through. And let's start with number one. Ben, you always have to have an understanding of how much risk you are exposed to. Yes, without a doubt. And we do a great job here in the office. If you do not know how much risk you're exposed to, I'd say you know, you're probably like everyone else. I mean, when you're in a 401k and you pick from all these different funds, they have fancy names like the the growth fund of this or, you know, American funds, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, it, they have all these fancy names and you don't really know what they're buying. So first of all, you don't, you're not, you're just like everyone else. You don't really understand what's in there. If you read the prospectus, God bless you. Cause those things are like 50, hundred pages thick. Um, and, and getting through that to see what you're actually owning is, is pretty complicating, but we try to simplify things here, Ben. So what we do is we have a great program. I've talked about this before in the past called Riskalyze, and it analyzes an individual's risk. So we run them through a series of questions and it pinpoints a risk uh, number for that individual. So it takes this this idea of risk or how much risk you're able to take and gives you an actual number for it, kind of like a, a sleep number mattress would. So from then you're going to understand how much risk is really in that zone, what, what percentage you're comfortable going up or down. And then we actually plug in their exact portfolio. So we make them answer all the questions first to see, okay, you're actually at risk of 20. You're very conservative. All right, let's see how you're actually invested. Plug them all in and maybe they're invested at a 50 or an 80. Okay, you're way out of, out of alignment. You're taking on way too much risk here um, than you're actually comfortable taking. So kind of putting it right in front of them is pretty uh, cool and, and it's a cool process, but it simplifies things. And once we run them through that program, they're like, wow, this is pretty nice and it's pretty easy to understand risk at that point. Gotcha. The next thing on our list is protecting your gains. And I, I want to like kind of get your advice on how to do this. So you know, obviously it's, it's great to take gains as you go, right? I mean, we, we always hear that yep. and it might be tough too when, when we go on a 10 year bull run and you know, you're, you're just envisioning your, your investments going higher and higher and higher. You might not want to pull anything off the table, but what do you, what do you tell clients and how do you work with clients in terms of locking in some of those gains as you're moving forward? Yeah. So Ben, it's kind of funny how, uh, this question's framed. A lot of clients call us when the market's down and they want to sell, 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 sell. But we don't get a ton of those questions to say, hey, the market's on a bull run. It's been <laughs> up. We didn't have a ton of questions to say, hey, I want to sell in about February 29th when everything was going sky high. Um, we do have a couple different strategies to be able to protect some of the gains that you accrue in your account. And here we rely heavily on Keith to say, hey, is, is, it, is it a tax strategy with buying and selling investments, uh, tax loss harvesting at the end of the year? Um, but there's a couple different ways you can do it. Well, obviously, um, annuities are a way to do it to lock in the gain to say hey I've had awesome awesome portfolio returns in the last three or four years I really want to lock in that benefit the last couple of years before retirement so that can be a way in a couple different ways to do it 
Gotcha. So that's important to protect your gains as you go. Uh, number three on our list is diversification. You hear about it all the time. Make sure you're diversified. But I think, uh, you know, more importantly is make sure you're diversified appropriately. Right, Ben? Yeah, it is. And, and we, we have a, a term that we call uh, conviction, proper conviction within a portfolio. Again, um, this is right up Keith's alley. So I hope he listens and doesn't uh, beat us up too much on it if we miss anything up here. But you know, that's what Keith's job is here. So again, I, I mentioned in the first uh, uh, point here about um, the risk is same thing with those mutual funds is what's actually in those mutual funds that you have in your 401k. So again, us relying on software, we have a program that will run through that x-rays and snapshots the portfolio and those mutual funds and breaks it down and says, okay, in all of these mutual funds that you have, you have 50 different funds, you think you're diversified, let's take a look and see what you actually buy. Well, in those 50 funds, you actually buy the same stuff over and over and over. So there's a ton of overlap within the portfolio, driving that diversification really out of whack. So having true conviction within the portfolio means that you have proper diversification, having the, the right eggs in the right baskets, essentially. And really, diversification does help weather the storm when we have uh, volatile times like we had recently here and um, and within the COVID crash. Everybody hears about diversification. Uh, how hard is it for somebody to do on their own? It, it, meaning like if somebody comes into your office for the first time, how often do you see somebody that's actually diversified appropriately? You know, I'd say very rarely. And actually, the people that probably do less honestly do better because uh, the people that just maybe buy one mutual fund or two or, you know, keep their exposure very limited to the, the funds. Because most people, again, that we see, Ben, have 401ks. So in those 401ks, you can't go out and pick individual stocks. So you're just kind of shooting from the hip, guessing on the mutual fund stuff. So um, most of them don't really understand or, or look into what those mutual funds are buying. We do have some that, that do um, and understand that, but most of our clientele, they do not really understand what they're buying. So it's hard for them to dive in and actually see what they're actually buying within those. But um, for the most part, it, it's a, a tool that we're going to use to figure out what they need to be in and, and um, finding that proper diversification for them. Gotcha. Another reminder why it's important to work with an advisor uh, on this on each one of these items we're talking about today. So number four on our list, our survival guide to uh, the next stock market crash. Don't try to time the market. Seems pretty obvious, Dan, but uh, what advice do you give somebody in terms of trying to walk this, this tightrope, I guess? Yeah, it's tough because like the best analogy I can kind of give is time the market is trying to kind of catch a falling knife. A lot of risk involved there with a little bit of reward. Um, we actually use a piece um, from JP Morgan showing um, clients to say, hey, in the last 10 years, if you've missed the best day of the market, here's what your turn is. If you missed five days, the 10 days, the 20 days. And it's kind of crazy to see how much return is lost if people are really trying to time the market. It's like, yeah, you'll miss a couple of the worst days, but getting out on those best days will drastically change your portfolio as opposed to being in invested the whole time. It's just an easier way to do it, especially with uh, your age-wise. People my age, um, the younger, younger bracket who are 25, 35 years old, um, especially in retirement accounts, you can ride the wave. You can be aggressive and um, be okay with the market drops. It sounds bad, but being young, when you see the market drop, you kind of get aggressive and excited because it's like, hey, I'm buying on a dip. So that's a big thing. That's a big thing for time in the market to say, hey, stay in it, stay convinced, stay conceived, and you'll be good. And Ben, maybe you can answer this one a little bit better, but in terms of your clients this year, have you had many that tried to get out of the market early on? I mean, this, this year has been, been pretty crazy, 2020. I mean, it's, it, if you try to time it this year, I mean, yeah. God bless you. You know, you probably had a pretty, pretty bad outcome. Uh, but I know if anybody tried to sell in March, they missed that right up into June and July when things were almost back to where they were pre-COVID. 
Yeah, they did. And, and it was, um, we, we actually were, were fortunate enough to talk to a lot of our clients during that period of time. And, and especially the ones that were really anxious and wanting to get out, it was very, very hard and difficult convincing them. You got to stay put, you got to stay put. And now circling back with some of those clients and having those similar conversations, they're very, very glad they stayed put because it was, it's darn near impossible. Because once you're out of the market, and I talk about this all the time to my clients, once you get out, you got this warm and fuzzy feeling thinking, oh, good, I'm protected, I'm safe, I'm not going down any further. And then you're saying, okay, now the market's coming back up. Okay, I'm going to get back in. Well, maybe it's going to come back down. I don't get that warm and fuzzy feeling yet. I'm going to wait it out a little bit longer. Wait it out, wait it out. And if we learned anything from this year, we're back up to almost historical highs in a couple of months. So that spike was such a quick, you know, V-shape essentially bounced back so quick on us. You missed a ton of gain and a ton of opportunity rather than just staying put. And that's a lot of times the best way to do it. Yeah. Well, let's close it out on this note. Uh, hopefully, well, maybe it's not the case with uh, the statistic we saw early on with people going to financially plan after pandemic's over, but hopefully you have a, a plan in place and a well-conceived plan, which is what you do with a financial advisor. But I think the last thing to remember is if you do have this plan in place and hopefully you spend the time to work with an advisor on this is to remember, don't panic when you get to this moment again, because I know in 2020 when COVID hit, I think a lot of people were saying, Ben, this isn't like the previous times, right? This is different, right, but right. you have to remember you can't, you can't panic. The market has always bounced back. It does. And, and I think you, you're, you're absolutely right with having that plan. So it, it doesn't um, prevent panic. Having a plan does not prevent panic. You know, our job is to calm you down a little bit, remind you of that plan that we have in place. And, and if anything, what we're trying to do is give you a greater confidence, you know, and still more confidence within you. And, and panic is natural. It's going to happen. But at, call us, talk to us. We can walk you, you know, talk you down a little bit and make sure that you're not panicking anymore or that you understand, hey, we have a plan in place for this. And if anything, for our clients, at least that the ones that, that, we, that stayed put during this time, they're going to realize, you know what? This plan in place, that, this plan that we had in place was tested in a rare, very, very nasty market. And look, we're in pretty good shape right now. So, you know, I feel pretty confident going forward if we have another one of these that, you know what, we're going to get through this one as well. So, yeah, I think that that plan and having that in place is, is, is vital for people being successful in retirement. Outstanding. Well, look, all these things are lessons that we've learned along the way from 2020 and also going back to 2008 with a lot of the, the issues we had there financially and the market being in such bad shape for many people. But we learned a lot of things and we want to apply these to our portfolio moving forward. And that's what we wanted to help you with today and make sure you're aware of these things, things you can be doing now to prepare yourself for that next downturn because it's coming at some point, maybe this year, maybe next year, maybe not, hopefully, hopefully if things go like they did last time, 10 more years, who knows when it's going to be. Hmm. But either way, we know the market's going to go down again significantly. So you need to be prepared when that happens as well. So we'll close it out on that note. Dan and Ben, I know this is a difficult topic in terms of getting through this when the market is down, it can be so stressful for a lot of people and you can have so much anxiety, but that's what planning is about, right? Is that when you get to this point, you have a little bit more of an ease, a little more confidence about where your future is. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the reason why we like to sit down with clients to make sure they're good. The risk tolerance aligns with what they want to be at um, and to make sure they know, Hey, that we're planning for the future, not just for right now. And what's, what's a knee jerk reaction. So 
Well, if you're looking for help uh, in getting this started, if you haven't started your planning process or want to get a review of kind of where you stand, maybe you didn't like the results you've had in 2020 so far and want to get somebody to look over your portfolio and your plan, BA Schrock Financial Group can help you with that. You can find them online at bashrock-fg.com, but also you can call them on the phone, 330-473-1060. They're meeting with people in person, but also virtually as well, if that's what you're more comfortable with. So they can work that out with you. Uh, however you prefer. So we'll close it out on that note. Make sure you subscribe to Unlocking Your Financial Future. New, another new episode coming out next week. Ben, Dan, appreciate the time today. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Sounds Ben. Good. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc. and A.E. Wealth Management, LLC. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management and A.E. Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.